MBA show, business simplified every single day with our daily 10 minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of Webinar Ninja. And today's episode is Q&A Wednesday. On Q&A Wednesdays, I answer a question from one of you, one of our listeners. If you got a question you want to ask, just go ahead and email me over at omar at 100mba.net. Today's question is from Grace and Grace asks, why is my sales funnel not working? Hey, Omar, I know this is a very broad question for Q&A Wednesday, but I'm really frustrated. Six months ago, I signed up for a funnels software, followed all their training, created my products and all the steps that are in the funnel, but I have not made my first sale. I'm really frustrated because I've put in a lot of time and money into this process of creating my sales funnel and everybody makes it look so easy and yet I've yet to make a sale. I know I'm repeating myself, but I would love for you to give me any insights you have on improving my sales funnel or if I should just tear it all down and give up. Appreciate any insights or even motivation you can offer Grace. Grace, don't worry, we got your back. I totally understand where you're coming from. You invested a lot of time and money into building out your funnels and it's really justified that you're feeling frustrated. But what we're gonna do for you today is that we're gonna break down funnels and get real a little bit. I'm gonna explain what funnels can help you with and what it can't help you with and what you have to get right or you're just not going to be able to make a sale. By doing so, it might point you in the right direction and point those who are listening that are frustrated with their own sales or sales funnel. At the end of the day, there's actually just a few things you have to do properly in business to be successful. Everything else you can kind of get away with not being perfect. I'll walk you through those things in today's episode, so let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Start Your First Online Business, my all new 10 part audio course on Himalaya learning. This is a course that's gonna get you from zero to one. It's gonna get you from thinking about your business to actually launching that business, getting it out of your head and into the real world. We cover things like validating your idea, creating your first product, pricing it, marketing it, financing your business, even creating your business website and more. Check it out at Himalaya.com slash MBA and use code MBA to get a 14-day free trial. Again, that's Himalaya.com slash MBA, promo code MBA. So Grace signs up for a funnel software. She does all the training, all the exercises, builds out her funnel, puts all the products in place in the funnel, no sales six months later. I feel for you, Grace, I do. And that's why I picked up this question and wanted to do today's episode. I wanna state some facts, and this might come off as a little bit of tough love, but somebody needs to say this. A software can't solve all your problems. Even a concept or an idea like a funnel also won't solve all your problems. It's not enough just to have good software and a good quote unquote strategy for you to be successful at business. Otherwise, everybody would just do it. They would just follow the steps. In fact, they would just get some computer program to do it for them, some AI. 
and just automate the whole thing. And whoever sold you this concept or idea knows this. They know that the truth is, is that business really has a few fundamentals that you got to get right. And we're going to walk you through that today, but we're also going to talk about what funnels can do for you, what they can't do for you, what's important, what's not, and how people just fall into having these overcomplicated funnels that really actually hurt their business more than it helps them. So let's start with there. The idea of a funnel is like walking somebody by the hand that comes to your website and telling them what to do next. Step one, download my ebook. Step two, offer them, you know, a low cost offer. Step three, offer them a mid-tier offer. Step four, show them your VIP program. And it's a bit of like a value ladder, right? And conceptually, this sounds fine, right? This sounds like it makes total sense. But the reality is, is that you're pretending or you're assuming that everybody's coming to you on your website wanting that entry level product that you have in your funnel, whether it's free or paid, that ebook. Let's say I need to learn how to ballroom dance. Let's say, for example, I need to learn fast because uh, I have a wedding anniversary that I'm going to have in two months and I want to surprise my wife, right? I'm willing to pay to learn the fundamentals or get a crash course in ballroom dancing, but I need to get that now, fast. If I go to your website and it says, here's a PDF of the best shoes for uh, ballroom dancers, I don't really care about that right now. I need to learn now, right? I need your flagship product. So most likely I will leave your website. I will never come back. And I will continue my search on Google and probably find a course online or some sort of local academy that's going to help me with my needs. This is the thing that people don't talk about about funnels. It doesn't serve everybody. Yes, it serves the person that is starting at the same starting point as your funnel, but not everybody else. You're pretending like everybody that is actually a good fit for your flagship product, the product that you actually offer for a reasonable amount of money is going to start where your funnel starts. And what's happening here is that you're actually losing out on a lot of customers that are ready to buy, people that don't need convincing that they need what you have. So I'm very much against the idea that, oh, all you need is a funnel, you don't need a website. No, if that's the case, why doesn't Apple computers have a funnel? right? They have a website because some people want to buy a phone. Some people just want to get the AirPods. Some people want to buy an $8,000 laptop. Let's talk about services. Why does Tony Robbins not have a funnel? The guy who is the ultimate trainer, right? You go to his website, he's going to tell you about his events. He's going to tell you about his programs that you can buy. You don't have to go through a restricted path that you don't know where it's going to lead you to. As a customer, this is not a good experience. Now, am I saying funnels should be thrown in the garbage? No, they have their purpose, especially if you're doing any kind of, I would say, lead generation, any kind of paid advertising, where you really need people to take action quickly so you can grab their contact and then you can then offer your products and services. For example, if I'm running a Facebook ad, I don't want my ad to click through to my website. There's just too many options there. I want the ad to advertise maybe a video course I'm doing for free or a webinar. I'm going to send them straight to a kind of mini funnel where all they do is opt in for that. And then I take it from there with email and then educate them, nurture them, show them what I got. 
Now that we kind of addressed the funnel in the room, so to speak, right? Let's talk about what you have to get right, regardless if you use funnels or not. One, you need to understand your customer very well. You have to understand their pain points. You have to understand what they are struggling with. How are they addressing this struggle right now? Like, what's their workflow right now? Whatever it is. For example, uh, if somebody was starting a basketball academy for adults, I love basketball. I would be a customer for them. They would need to understand what is my schedule like, right? When do I have free time? Is it Saturday? Is it Sunday? What time in the evenings do you work until six or seven? Are Thursdays better than Fridays? They need to know a little bit about me and my schedule and how I work and how I live to be able to offer me a solution that fits my my needs, my lifestyle. So that's the first thing. You have to really understand who you're serving. And that's why I always say you need to really understand your audience well. You have to understand the people you're about to serve with your business. Number two, when you know that, you know what they're struggling with, you know where they need help, you know what they're willing to pay for, and that's where your product comes in. This is where your product or service comes in. It has to be something they actually need. Ideally, it's something they're desperate for. Because when you have something like that, that they will need and are looking for, hungry for, it's going to make your life a whole lot easier. You get this right, your business is going to be much easier on you. For example, I am running an event called OzCon. It's here in Australia. It's for founders uh, that run businesses in Australia. There's not a lot of conferences like this in Australia. In fact, I couldn't find any. So when I opened this up to our first group, the tickets sold out immediately because people are hungry for something like this. They've never seen something like this. They don't want to fly abroad to go to a conference or go to a retreat. This sounds like a lot of fun. In fact, uh, it's a ski retreat type of thing. Like the setting is in a ski resort and half the people that are going don't know how to ski. That's how desperate people are to get together. And that's why it made it easy on me. So choose something that solves the pain point of your audience that they're just absolutely desperate for. Now, there's one more thing that you have to get right in your business or things are going to be really hard for you. This is not enough. Understanding your audience and having a great product is not enough. You got to have traffic. You got to have a way to get people to find out about you, to know who you are, to go to your website. You need as much traffic as possible. You need more at-bats. This is a baseball metaphor, right? The more times you get at-bat, the more chances you have to increase your batting average. You were tossing a paper ball in a garbage bin. You try 10 times, you have a higher likelihood of having more makes than if you tried it two times. So the more traffic you have, the more likelihood of success because you just have more chances to win business. So how are you going to get people to your website? How are you going to get people to know who you are? Where are they going to come from? What channels are they going to come from? Are you going to go all in on SEO and write great blog content and optimize your website so that when people search for your keywords, they find your website? Are you going to create a compelling YouTube channel that drives traffic to your website? Are you going to be like the king of Twitter or the queen of Instagram and invest your time in building your audience there to drive traffic to your website? What is it going to be? You have to choose. You have to find a way to bring people to your website and you got to commit. You got to go at it every single day, month after month, for maybe more than six months, maybe a year to two years, and you're going to find yourself getting traction. Once you have a great product and you know your audience very well, 
All you need to do now is get that audience to your product. And that's where audience building comes in. That's where, you know, running live webinars comes in. This is where answering questions in your community comes in. This is where writing great content or appearing on other people's podcasts come in. You got to get people to your website. And as you saw, everything I just mentioned is pretty much free. Okay, it just takes sweat equity. Now, if you have some cash, of course, you could spend money on paid advertising to get people to your website. But without understanding your audience, understanding their pain points, building a compelling solution and driving traffic to that solution, it's going to be really hard for you to run any kind of business. It doesn't matter if it's online, offline, uh, your mom and pop pizzeria, a product, a service, a software, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have the most sophisticated funnel in the world. If you don't have those three elements, you're going to have a hard time making sales. I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Support for today's show comes from Webinar Ninja. Know what really sells your product or service? It's not marketing or ads. It's you, your blog, your social feeds, your podcast. These are all ways we try to share ourselves, our value, and build trust with our audience. But what if you can go even further? What if you can connect with potential clients or customers in a way that's even more personal, more engaging, more effective? Well, that's where webinars and Webinar Ninja comes in. Hosting a live lesson, product showcase, or Q&A session is the best way to share yourself and prove yourself to an audience. But wait, you're thinking, aren't webinars a giant pain in the ass? Yes, yes they are, but not with Webinar Ninja. Webinar Ninja has one job, to make webinars easy for you. It's the user-friendliest software ever created for webinars, so you can focus on your audience, not the tech. And here's the best part. You can get started with Webinar Ninja for free. Every plan comes with a free 14-day trial. And because you're a listener of this podcast, we got a real special deal for you. Go to WebinarNinja.com and at checkout, use promo code MBA and you'll get 15% off your first month or your first year. Again, that's WebinarNinja.com. Use promo code MBA for 15% off your first month or your first year. Can't wait to see you inside the software and our community. To wrap up today's lesson, Grace, I feel your pain. You put a lot of time and effort into your funnel. Things are not panning out, but it's not a big waste of time or money because you can still use it, okay? You can still kind of leverage the work that you have done already. A good way to turn a funnel into a website is just add a header navigation and link to different pages. If that software is not working for you, you're not married to it. You can leave. It might take some work to transfer things out, but that's okay. It's going to be worth it if it's an investment in your business. If you want to stay with them, also cool, like I mentioned. Analyze your business. Be critical. Do you have those three elements I mentioned? If so, how can you improve it? How can you increase it? And don't forget, email me and let me know how these tips, how this advice has helped your business down the road, okay? Thanks so much for asking your question, Grace. If you have a question you want to ask, go ahead and email me over at omar at 100mba.net so I can answer it right here on Q&A Wednesday. That way you get the advice you need as well as you allow the opportunity for others to learn from your experience as well. Guys and gals, make sure you hit subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast app or on every podcast app, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Casts, every single cast you can think of. Follow us so that you get our episodes automatically. And don't forget, 
leave us a rating and a review. We love to hear what you think of the show. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. I've tried pretty much every tool out there when it comes to funnels, websites, page builders, landing page, gizmos, all those things, right? These are just tools to communicate and organize the experience for your audience. They're just tools, right? If I give you a bunch of tools and some lumber, you still don't have anything but just tools and lumber, okay? You don't have a dining cabinet, right? You don't have anything that you can make with all that stuff. The fundamentals of business don't change. You get the fundamentals right, you make your life a whole lot easier. Thanks so much for listening and I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.